0: this oh, is this a little PFL action?
1: Yeah, the uh, co-main event for PFL. Hey. Yeah, it's on right now. I want to watch the uh, PFL debut of Jeremy Little Heathen Stevens in the main
0: event. Okay. Are we allowed to play this sound in the background? Can, can the listeners hear it? I'll delete the. I can delete that track. Probably a good idea. Yeah. How do I sound? You sound great. Hey, did you see the breaking news today? Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. There was, and you're not going to believe this. We should probably wait till Ryan gets here. There is a boxing promotional group that had to close their global operations because they were linked to the mob.
1: Boxing linked Boxing
0: to the mob. Link to the mob? Boxing linked to the mob.
1: I don't know.
0: I don't see how that could be true.
1: You're going to tell me the fucking Yakuza involved with Pride next.
0: I would never say such a thing
1: <laughs> because I
0: don't know what either of those things are.
1: <laughs> That's the uh, type of knowledge you get here on the Pretty Neat podcast. That's right. <laughs> That's a great intro. Hey, you know why I love hey. MMA so much? It's pretty neat. Is, that, is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it You know
0: what? <laughs> violence really does bring people together. Yes. Let's get back to violence. It's the pretty neat Podcast. Is there a show, and, and I ask this honestly as we wait for the, the PFL co-main event here. Mm-hmm. Is there a show that is friendlier to the PFL than we are? Hey, shout out Puncher's Chance. Yeah. I don't think there is a friendlier PFL show than us.
1: Friendlier PFL show?
0: Yeah, like who talks more about the PFL than we do?
1: Well, I mean, it sure as shit isn't the PFL podcast. I know that. Is there? (laughs) Because I don't think there is one. Maybe it should be. And, And you know what? PFL is pretty close to PNP, so if the PFL wants to get into contract negotiations with us about a podcast uh, residency
0: we are willing we're wide open I mean as open as you could be some would say
1: yeah I mean we did have to cancel the last three scheduled days in a row but we're wide open yeah
0: we only missed one week
1: (laughs) yeah
2: listen
0: the stomach flu is not to be tasseled with okay no and i was not doing well so no you sub you were submitted via
1: stomach flu i was (laughs) von flu uh gag Uh, yes (laughs) choke yes what uh was it a flu or do you think you were got some poisoning somewhere
0: i don't think that i had poisoning any i've had food poisoning like twice in my life and it's come on and run its course in the exact same way every time and this was a this was a many day affair. Ugh. yeah. and it also uh, my wife's classroom, my office space, uh, many people I know report similar symptoms. so
1: uh, yeah, yeah, so it was a it was a bug for sure.. Mm-hmm. Well, that's annoying.
0: It all came out of me
1: though. Well, that's so. good yeah. <laughs> and you're here. And I get to talk MMA with you, and that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: A little bit of boxing. We got Tyson Fury on Saturday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do have Tyson Fury on Saturday.
0: There's not much to say about it, in fairness.
1: Yeah, he's fighting, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dillian White. Dillian White. I knew it was Mm -hmm. White, but I was going to say Deontay because I'm unfamiliar with him and i Dillon remember doing He's not a wilder. bad
0: fighter yes no he's not Deontay wilder uh, he's a he's Dillion a wild fighter he's just not tyson fury i mean yeah
1: which uh i'm i don't know if you can bring it up but you have an espn plus subscription yes sponsor mm-hmm. unofficial sponsor of the pretty podcast. True. But obviously we're influential because people sign up because they hear us talk about how great it is. Mm-hmm. Get at us, ESPN.
0: Just saying. Uh, we're just cheap.
1: saying our mailbag is fucking full mm-hmm. of requests. Anyway, <laughs> the um the front page of ESPN plus with Tyson Fury. Yeah. Uh the belt looks so
0: photoshopped. I'm I'm sorry. Uh oh my goodness! And I can't. You know get- why are you saying it? it Zamas Zama Gulab looks realer than that belt, right? Yeah, yeah. It it
1: like the shadow is off, the angle is off. His hand looks five times bigger than it fucking should be.
0: Yes, it's very clearly superimposed over his shoulder, and I support it. My favorite thing about this fight was. Well, my favorite thing about this fight now is that belt. That that picture of the belt. The picture of the belt. (laughs) Um, My favorite thing about it was the fact that uh, Dillian White allegedly didn't understand why he did not get the lion's share of the purse. And Tyson Fury did. And uh, come on. Yeah, no. What do you mean you don't understand?
1: I wanted to bring up this picture to show Ryan.
0: No, it just got a lot sexier in here. It did. I was on mute.
2: Wow. <laughs> Look at this guy hey, right here. Good
0: evening. Sorry, I was a few
3: minutes late. Just, uh, you know, when you're on PTO, things never run on time. But I'm uh, getting the back, going back to work tomorrow. So trying to get caught up with everything. No work. No work. No work. <laughs> Trust me. I'd, I'd rather not have work. But, uh,
0: but yeah. It's, it's not the- as I tell a great many people, that's why they pay you.
3: Yeah. As a as a
1: by contract podcast engineer, I can tell you, not working isn't that great.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aaron, you are always the voice of reason, and that you is, give us better perspective. That is true.
0: <laughs> I can't quite tell who won that first round. Uh, Ryan, do you think you should have gotten the lion's share of the pay per view sales for the Tyson Fury Dillian White fight because Dillian White does, and it, so. He maybe just thinks anyone should have it.
3: Yeah, I'm rightly deserving, if you yeah. ask me. Yeah. So I'm not sure why I didn't get any of the proceeds. Or oh, you didn't get
0: any of them. Even I didn't Aaron, get any. I got some. You did? Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Of well, course. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's wild about it is Dillian White at one point in time fought Anthony Joshua, and if I'm not mistaken, like rocked him in that fight. I think he, I think he hurt him. I don't, he did not knock him down, but I think he hurt him. I think there were two hundred people in the crowd.
3: <laughs> two zero zero. Uh,
0: what was this when was this fought when they were okay amateurs? no
3: no no I'm
1: sorry. Oh, sorry. Did you guys hear that?
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I was cueing up a sound. Yeah, you were. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm up the recap recap. Yeah, Dillian fought two hundred. Fought someone in front of two hundred people. One of those two hundred was Anthony Joshua who was his next fight that makes more sense this okay. headline is misleading it is misleading it makes it, it seem says,
3: like they fought yeah, in front of 200 people yeah it
0: sure does <laughs> anyway he's going to lose to Tyson Fury inside of nine rounds there I said it um
3: hmm. hey, correct me if I'm wrong you're, you're you are here the resident boxing expert but did Tyson don't, Fury No, don't,
0: don't say expert <laughs> guy who watches boxing but
3: carry on <laughs> You are the resident boxing watcher guy in this podcast trio. Yes. <laughs> um, did Tyson Fury say he was going to retire after this
0: fight? He did. And I think he means it. No. Oh, okay. No, I'll tell I him mean, you say that. <laughs> like,
3: Tyson, no, you have to fight Anthony Joshua. He
0: has to fight Anthony Joshua. We have to see that. We have to get it. I agree. So, did he say why he was going to retire? Uh, he may have, you know, and he's he's been very open about his mental health struggles and uh, l- nearly literally driving his Ferrari off of a cliff. Um, and I, I don't make light of that at all because I I think he's serious when he talks about it. Um, I think I don't know. I would have to watch the interview to see why, and I will before Saturday. Uh, I love Tyson Fury. I, you know. And he said he's not overlooking Dillian White, which is smart. That's a little dig at Anthony Joshua when he (laughs) says that. Um, And Dillian White certainly could beat him because it's heavyweight boxing. Anything can happen. And Dillian White is a hard puncher. The problem is Tyson Fury took the hardest punches from the hardest puncher a lot of times and was like, yeah, this is I'm just going to fuck you up now. And (laughs) Dillian White simply isn't. Deontay Wilder power so yeah I don't think anybody is to be quite honest uh maybe Francis just you know numerically speaking right but outside of that um Mm. but it is weird because then there's like well if he retires does he fight Francis people seem to think that's gonna happen um in like just an exhibition type deal
3: no well maybe I mean you could but You'd want it to be a, an actual sanctioned bout to get the real money, right? Yes. I, I don't think you're making nearly as much money if it's an exhibition as opposed no, to not a even sanctioned close. bout. Not yeah. even class.
1: Ideally, it would be on a, a, a thriller boxing card with featuring Jake Paul and Mike Bisping.
0: Okay. because yeah, they're Talk to me about that. Talk to how me about many weeks has, has it been thing? since we've talked about Jake Paul? I'll get in the car and I'll go down this road with you. I just want to know it's been, we, we brought him <laughs> up a lot in a while. It
3: has but been a I'm, while. I'm okay. more concerned about the, the pallet is cleansed. The, Carry on the Bisbing. Talk to me about Bisbing Cause I heard some rumors about that.
1: Yeah. And the, well, the thing is, is Jake Paul keeps on rambling about how terrible the UFC to all of it is to all of its athletes And uh, Mike Bisping is a guy who's a company man very clearly through and through, through and through. He was the champ. Come on. He's great. Um, But uh, Jake Paul and him go back and forth a little on Twitter because Jake Paul brags about making 45 million a year in boxing and whether or not that's true, blah, blah, blah. And Bisping's just kind of like, you know, you can stop waving your, your dick around And like, you're still not going to be a great one day type, type statement. And he still says, you know, you're a boxer, but you were a YouTuber who became a boxer. Like you're not an athlete, like you're not this Adonis type person. You think you are in the boxing world. So Jake Paul, who has been confirmed to have turned down a boxing match with Anderson Silva, uh, did Smart want, <laughs> did want to call out Bisping, and Bisping is just like, no, you little shit. That's a very bad mistake. And I'm comfortable where I am and I don't have to prove anything to you. However, the whole community is like Jake Paul, you need to shut the fuck up because Mike bisping
0: would kill you. Okay. Let's talk about this. So Michael <laughs> bisping is six foot and 185 pounds. I mean, he used to fight at 205 too, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's fine. Um, I saw him in Brea, beautiful Brea, California, at the mall. Um,
2: <laughs> in to,
0: in 2019 at at a store. Um and he does not weigh 185 pounds today. <laughs> I'll tell you that much right now, and I support it. Um he free tired. <laughs> He's or, seems or, to be in good shape. I. Are you I'll, saying that he's put on some weight? <laughs> no, not, not like Kebab Nurmagam made of, which mean Bobby green or Bobby King green uh, agrees with us. I don't know if you guys caught that on Joe Rogan's podcast, which no shit. you did heard he it do? here first. Just get credit where credit's fucking due. Um, did he say Kebab? He, no, but he called him fat. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. Well, which is a tight move because Khabib would literally pull his arms out of their sockets. That's here nor there. Um, I, are uh, we sure Michael Bisping would be Jake Paul?
1: I think of anyone that Jake Paul has fought thus far, Mike Bisping would be the greatest challenge he's faced. Yeah. But I agree with Mike Bisping in that. And I am like, I, uh, it makes me respect him a lot that he's just kind of like, I don't fucking need this. I'm super happy. I got a hot wife. I got he great does. kids. I saw her. Yeah. And that's what he said. I'm not saying that. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, and he's got a horse, you know, he's got his mini mansion, his McMansion. He's good. So like Jake Paul, you know, dressing up like a fucking anime character, calling people out. If he really wants to prove he's a good athlete, fight Anderson Silva. Do that because he turned it down. That's what like multiple outlets reported.
0: Well, we talked about this a while back, right? That it seems to be that the people handling this Jake Paul boxing thing are not going to let him get in there with someone they are are even a little concerned can beat him. Yeah, and that's smart. Didn't he <laughs> say he wanted to fight Dana White? <laughs> I think that's also smart. Yeah. To fight Dana White, I think Dana beat the shit out of him. But that's I, hell no. I Dana, listen, Dana's not passing a Usada test, even a modified Usada test. That's <laughs> All right. how how old is Dana White? I don't know, 44, 45? No, hell no. He's got no, He's in 50. his fifties. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Hey Siri, okay.
1: how old is Dana White?
3: He's fifty two. All right, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. All right, Jake All right. Paul is twenty five. If you search for how old Dana White is, people also search for how old is Joe Rogan, Jake Paul, and Conor McGregor. All people that are associated with <laughs> each other in talks of potential fights and and or online oh, disagreements.
1: You know, let Jake yeah. Paul fight
0: Conor. I don't care. Okay, Conor okay. would fuck Jake Paul up. I'd yes, love you know. it. That's
1: I would enjoy
3: on. it.
0: That'd Connor be so Conor is fun. such an advanced striker. That's, it's ludicrous. Yeah. Let, let him fight Kamaru Usman. I'd rather see Kamaru Usman Jake Paul than Canelo and Camaro yeah
1: but hey if Jake I don't Paul, want to see
0: I don't want to see Camaro get his face bashed in
1: and if Jake Paul can lay fucking uh <laughs> lay Connor out then Jake Paul has a reason to fight Mayweather doesn't he Jake Jake Paul he cannot does. cannot <laughs> it, would happen. it would never
3: happen I would no. love to see them do something that uh <laughs> uh <laughs> uh Risen just did where they had you know mixed rules like Round one is going to be boxing. Round two would be MMA, and you could do even Muay Thai. I mean, obviously that doesn't apply to Jake Paul, but
0: I would love Mm -hmm. to see that.
3: That would be okay. Intriguing. So
0: let's let's say, so first round is boxing only. Second round is Muay Thai. Third round is full MMA. Yeah, or something. How many rounds does Jake last with Connor? Two. You think? (laughs) I mean,
3: he he goes
1: out Oh shit.
0: Manfio just just. Damn! Yeah. Turns some I, lights
1: off. Yeah, I was about—I was literally about it. Oh, good for him! Four points. Um, yeah, these fucking fast four dumb labels that PFL puts on are so. Stupid. I like how
0: they were showing the strike speed, though. Like as it was happening,
1: I appreciate that a lot. But like the centimeter difference at which it lands is what matters, like just as much as that speed.
0: Yeah, but, but like yeah. it's
1: kind of useless without. I I don't know if I agree with
0: that respectfully. I kind of think, you know, these this is not the UFC or even Bellator competition wise necessarily, but Mm -hmm. uh, this is still as high a level professional fighting as you're going to find anywhere. And at at this level, those margins are razor thin, man. Razor thin.
3: Yeah. I I think it's fun in like, in hindsight to see, if they're both throwing right similar to that obviously Manfio got there quicker because his his hand speed's probably much 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 better than his opponent I think that's fun to see in hindsight where they're both throwing it's one who lands quicker to see what the difference in that in the strike was yeah um otherwise like in the moment I kind of agree with Aaron it, it's a little distracting to be quite honest that makes oh okay, yeah, um, that's fair I would love to see it after the fact like hey on this strike let's uh let's let's play it back and we'll put on the the analytics Ooh,
1: that would be dope yeah, yeah you see like yeah. that right there why isn't it on the screen right there like show the arc across the screen with john madden yes. rip and then and then the speed of that punch yeah yeah, I mean, yeah. didn't I, they used I, to
3: do that with uh on espn they had a whole like series yeah of, like the science behind the sport
1: I think it was called Fight Science.
3: Fight Science. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yes. And they do sports science, too, where they they do all kinds of other things. That's a really interesting idea. And I was scrolling through while I was, you know, in between trips to the bathroom last weekend. Um, (laughs) You poor thing. I found a basketball game, one of the playoff games, on the ESPN app on my Apple TV. And I found, like, an alternate feed that was basically from, like, the crowd kind of and it was alternating to behind one of the hoops so it would go like crowd behind the hoop crowd behind it or something like that it wasn't necessarily the crowd but close I thought that was <laughs> kind of cool it, it was it was a cool like unique view but and then uh, uh Apple TV has been doing baseball games on Friday nights and on the bottom right of the screen they have all kinds of advanced stats like in a one-two count this hitter's batting average is this like I, I'm into that sort of next generation of sports broadcasting and the more of it we get and the more options as viewers we get to control it i think the better
3: i mean you already said like you love you some advanced stats so in the moment you can see situationally like this is a good spot for him um i'm into it i'm all for it um and i do like the alternate broadcast approach as well you get you know your mainstream Mm -hmm. um like for instance like monday night football but then you get some people that have a little bit more color, right? If you're just looking for yeah. some levity, Yep. Um, yeah. like the Manning brothers do, uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, me too. I, I like the more of
1: that. Yeah, I like Snoop and Uriah when the Contender series did that for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was some real fun um, commentary for sure, and the color was certainly green. <laughs> and uh, which uh, happy St. Fatty's Day, everyone! It's four twenty. Oh, um, it is four twenty. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting. I like the ref cam. The ref cam is the thing yes. that, that kind of yes. pulls me in sometimes. The ref
3: cam is cool. They don't and, use it very often, though. That's the that's the thing. Like, I see it very sparingly. And you're, and do you think there's any
1: reason for that? And it tends to be on the stoppages, so I guess it kind of makes
3: sense. Like, I just don't think they have it in rotation or they ever go. It, oh, I should take that back. They probably have in the rotation. They never actually go to that feed. Like, hey, all right, let's get a, let's get a ref cam, a tight 20 seconds. Right. To see the action. Yeah. Um, mm. Specifically, like, I don't remember them seeing a doing, to, doing that too much when they go to the ground for like some grappling exchange, because you get a different perspective. I feel like that's there. the time I do remember it.
2: Hmm. Okay. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's when I think I I feel like I do like especially when um there's a little bit of a lull in the action. I've seen them cut to it when there's you know like somebody has a heavy top game, and it's like oh are they gonna are they gonna stand them up? Oh well, let's go look at what the ref sees. So I've seen them do that a couple of times.
3: Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I think it's like one of their best uh, best things they have going for them.
0: I completely agree. And I actually think PFL is a cool place to sort of experiment with some of that stuff. Um, the UFC doesn't have a stake in PFL, right? I don't think so. They, other than the ES, they both have ESPN partnerships. I think that's the only connection they have. Which, And,
1: and I think that's because The Rock is heavily a uh, heavy partner in the PFL and a heavy partner with Disney.
2: The Rock the SPF... is a partner
0: in PFL? Uh uh-huh
1: okay yeah we talked about that previously on the podcast yeah he and chris rock they're both partners i think even justin bieber is justin bieber
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Hmm. uh let's see PFO ownership (laughs) probably just gonna say wme just like the ufc
0: (laughs) watch just the rock wme north or whatever no it's separate (laughs) because we put north on it <laughs> it's not a. No, it's not a monopoly. We, we run it out of that office, and that one is technically north west of the one that the UFC is in. It's yeah. like two doors away. uh I, f-
1: I feel like they could be like, it's not a monopoly, and you could be like, yeah, it's an oligopoly, and they would be like, that's yeah. not a word, and then and then, and then just walk turn and walk room. away.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did uh did either of you have any takeaways from Fight Night? I mean, there's not. Oh. We got to talk about, I mean, back up two steps while we wait for the PFL main event. Hamzat and Gilbert Burns.
1: When we recap events and the recaps of the
0: events. There was a little bit going on in our, our group chat about, you know, is some of the shine on off of him has he lost a little bit of this the the hype the momentum i have since heard in kind of mma circles that he has not that he didn't lose any stock his stock didn't drop i i don't know that i agree i agree with, i mean there's with there's you less
3: mystique now with right because he's got a full he's got a full a full fight against a high level competition i think we all agree that yep Gilbert was the best competition he's faced yeah um the fact that he still won i mean he gutted there's a lot to say about that fight but there is a lot to say there's a lot to say about the fight scoring it you know there's questions about that in hindsight uh but the fact that you know he was able to go full three rounds we didn't really see him what we thought may have happened in terms of just gassing out completely he showed Mm -hmm. a lot of toughness he's got a, a terrific chin and take punishment
1: oh he got nailed and when he got knocked down in the second round
3: Woo! Yeah. and that's yeah, Gilbert. like that's he a, hits fucking hard that, that 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 shows a lot if if anything I'm, I'm more intrigued to see him against further competition in in the welterweight division do you and like him versus colby i do um i think colby god i i, I I don't enjoy Colby, but I think that he has an advantage in that his cardio plays such a big strength. And then that is he's what we. He's
0: such an animal. He's well, such an animal.
3: That's what we think uh, Cosmot's weakness is, right? Is his ability to sustain that level of output throughout an entire fight, three rounds or five. So I'll be c- curious to
0: see if it wasn't on a pay per view, which I don't know if they would ever do that. Well, there's, they, he's, Dana said the ABC event, which so you figure it'll be five rounds, not a pay per view yeah right or went it, out for time, <laughs>
3: <that is. laughs> oh, what What a precipitous decline
1: <laughs> oh yeah when he got knocked out by cassius clay here um cassius clay collard
0: man he'd be that's his sh- nickname yeah is it because that's a good nickname he, yes. no, no 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 your nickname cannot be cassius clay let's show some fucking <laughs> respect no his name is clay collard so yeah but his
3: nickname is, Nick- is cassius
0: yeah, but that's no. kind of disrespectful no, you don't to Muhammad like that? Ali. I don't, it's disrespectful. How's it disrespectful? How is it, yes. disrespectful? It, it would be like saying, Oh, hey, my uh and and in some cases, literally, my nickname is Jackie Robinson because uh I play second base for the Dodgers. No. Like no, <laughs> you aren't Jackie Robinson, you don't get to invoke Muhammad Ali. It'd be like, what if he's like, Oh yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. It's like, hey man. I think not it's, here. I not think it's here.
1: Disrespectful to fucking Muhammad Ali, man. That's,
0: it's a that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Cassius
1: Clay is a dead name, just like in the trans community, in the uh in the Islamic community.
0: I didn't even think about it that far. They
1: kill I mean, their mean, sure they enough, kill sure their enough. white name. So and, here's where I'll
0: push back on that a little bit, Aaron. Sure. They sell Cassius Clay merchandise still that is and, licensed by the Ali family.
1: And I never said that there were no hypocrites in
0: any religion. <laughs> <laughs> so don't so don't go there. Fair. With me. fair. <laughs> I'm just saying I, I understand what you're saying for sure, but I also think like nobody calls Kareem abdul Jabbar Lou all Cinder. But
2: <laughs> but <sighs> they sure don't. Because I, I didn't even yeah. know that was his name. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that geez. was his name. Yeah, he was the, but,
0: the the single greatest high school and college yeah. basketball player who's ever lived. Mm-hmm. Then a different guy, a different name with the same guy became the greatest NBA player who's ever lived. It's, it's very simple.
3: You think Kareem um, Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest basketball player that's ever lived?
0: Uh, if you're going on accomplishments, absolutely. I mean, he is quite mm-hmm. accomplished. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know I what? could adjust it to say he's the most accomplished because I think LeBron James, is the best basketball player who's ever lived from a skill perspective. From a accomplishments perspective, Kareem is essentially unmatched. Except LeBron's going to pass him in points, so it's hard to. Yeah, because uh, LeBron, I'm going to have to get off that LeBron, hill. And the LeBron, LeBron, LeBron has like
3: a level of consistency as he's aged that's been unmatched, and the fact that he's been in the NBA since he was 18. Right. The only
0: guy who's even close is Tom Brady, and he plays a different sport.
3: Uh, yeah, I believe you're correct. Yeah. Um, in, in that in that sort of sentiment. Coincidentally enough, I've been uh, hearing a lot about uh, Kareem in terms of him popping off on like certain subjects yeah the, a lot of, of the old-timey lakers
0: things. a lot of the old-timey lakers are upset about the hbo show
3: yeah i heard jerry west is demanding some
0: type of apology and a for yeah, his and portrayal. magic is pissed and kareem you know but everything pisses kareem off this is why he doesn't yes. get the love that he this is why he doesn't get the love he deserves for his accomplishments and just sheer dominance on a basketball court for the better part of a decade and a half is because he's he's a curmudgeon he takes everything so seriously He, in a lot of times, in fairness to him, he is the smartest person in the room, but he knows that and tells you, and people don't like that. So I love Kareem. I'm, I am a, I am a Laker fan in a way that I don't even know if you guys know, Aaron probably knows. I, I am a Laker fan in a way that I lose sleep. Okay. It's been a rough go this year for me. Let's not talk about it, but I don't love magic Johnson. I do love cream, and my dad is a magic guy through and through. And we argue. Anyway, where were <laughs> we? Oh, show some respect to Cassius Clay and Muhammad Ali, and don't use that as your nickname.
2: That's the whole point.
3: All right, fair point. We're gonna we're gonna request yeah. or petition uh, for Clay Collard to change his name.
0: <laughs> Damn right. But, put uh, it in writing? Clay Collard Greens. Co- <laughs> I think that's appropriation in a different sense but okay it's a um, vegetable <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think you right. should come on the pretty podcast
0: yeah come on the talk show. About your
3: nickname and we'll uh we'll make some suggestions sh- suggestions
0: who yeah, do you pick looks like me who, yeah, yes he does kind of <laughs> that's that's bud light bro ryan right there damn you me. <laughs> oh man are, you, are, are your hands family. that fast
3: definitely not okay never <laughs> trained um ex- with the exception of taekwondo when i was uh, a youth in any type of fighting. Um, do you still have discipline. the pajamas or? Uh, I, I definitely don't, but I do okay. have some sweet pictures with me. Fuck yeah. Flat top with nineties. Um, <laughs> it's, it's very nine. It's very nineties. It's got some, uh, some graphics added to these pictures. Yeah. Um, just think about that. I'll, I'll try and dig them up. Hey, we'll share. hey. We'll share.
0: I am thinking about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> who i you you guys know who i would pick in hamzat kobe covington i want to know who ryan would pick i'm thinking you're gonna pick colby am i correct in your assumption by a lot by By a lot i'll say this if that version of hamzat shows up colby has colby is at the steakhouse with three ladies 90 minutes after the fight starts okay 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 let's talk about that because um
3: (laughs) <laughs> I, I tend to disagree, just because I feel like disagreeing is the thing that I, I just jump to most. Is like it's, the, the argument aspect sure. of it. Love it. Um, sure. But let's say okay. Beyond his uh, cardio being hit, one of his greatest strengths, Colby puts it on you with pace and wrestling. Right earlier in his career, he's all about control, top game, pressure. Uh, I would uh, I would argue that Cosmot could defend that. In a, in a real way and totally okay. to neutralize it where it's just on the feet where Colby's strength is going to be putting it on him in volume, not a lot of power, right? He's not known for power. He's just volume, volume, volume where Cosmod can can potentially counter and then it's done. So I, I, I think that Cosmod will win that fight. Um, not saying it's a runaway type of situation because there's a lot of question marks there. But I, I I believe in Cosmot's power at 170 in a way that he could he could take out Colby. I, I would I would put uh, mm. some real pretty neat fictional <laughs> NFT <team. laughs> uh, and a, a pretty neat Bitcoin on, uh, yeah. on him to win if we were to have some type of prop bet.
1: Yeah, as long as it's not Coinbase. You saw their shit today, didn't you? No. Oh, you didn't see their their logo drop?
2: <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Well... Oh, no. Yeah. Finance no. unveiled their new logo, and uh, <laughs> it's a swastika.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> It just doesn't feel right is the tweet of the year. Um, Yep. How? Okay. You know what? They apologized
1: for the layers of executives that that had to get through.
0: Do you know what the conspiracy theorists say is that they put that stuff out there as like a, like a quiet symbol to the people who, you know, are Nazis. And (laughs) uh, how do you make that mistake? How, how many people
3: do you think reviewed that and they're like, yeah, we really like this logo. There's, it's, it's just got to be so much of an echo chamber. Like, yeah, this is great. Whoever,
1: cares, that, and probably I mean, on the board that one is, like, is, is the logo.
0: literally a swastika.
1: Over under, one of them was non-white.
3: <laughs> under. Are you saying like the over under is one?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are
0: you saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm not to answer.
3: Yes, under. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh geez.
1: I I you know what? I would probably do the pussy thing and I would take Comzat by knockout under 10 minutes and I would hedge it with Colby by decision. Hey man,
3: why is that a pussy thing?
1: Because oh, you're hedging, pussies.
3: yeah. You're hedging. Yeah, because I'm gonna hedge it. And, and okay. I
1: those are the two outcomes that I see in that fight. Um, so it's what I would go for, however uh comes might be able to lock up a triangle on colby you know turn him into a new chael son and
0: no has, no, has you... uh
3: has colby been submitted
0: yeah in, one time
3: in, in one time in the
0: 2015, ufc 2015 i'm it's uh, it's on his ufc record sheet all,
3: all right, right so it's
0: got to be early career like 20
3: early, 2015 early ufc career okay um yeah. I'm not opposed to that. You know, you got guys that are powerful strikers where they really have submission victories. And a lot of that comes as a result from their striking efficiency, right? Getting somebody in a scramble and then putting them in a bad position where they have that, you know, rear naked choke is probably the most obvious one. Um, sometimes you can follow guys to the ground and get them into an arm triangle position. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would love to see it.
0: I would, okay. I would love to see it. Here's why you're both wrong.
2: With
3: <laughs> This guy has a Mortal Kombat tattoo on his right shoulder.
0: You know what? I've <laughs> I've been dabbling in Mortal Kombat 11. Not bad.
1: And now, is this an out there opinion? Is this a Dom Dom, or is this just your
0: your? No, contrary- in fact, we went into the Dom. Ryan wasn't here. We already ran into the Dom Dom. Ryan, did you know, and and are you sitting down? I am sitting down. Okay, good. Should there- I sit down? <laughs> no, you should stay sitting, because this is going to shock and startle you. Are you ready to be dismayed? Dom Dom special. Ah! Uh, yeah sure okay go ahead box M global boxing management company aptly titled mtk global announced today that they have to cease their global operations do you know why
3: i think one of their founders or somebody on the board is a irish mafia connection
2: what
0: someone in
3: boxing is involved with organized crime and apparently it's it's probably pretty well founded if they're gonna cease global operations what (laughs) oh my
1: why do i immediately jump to death to (laughs) Smoochy?
0: so again you're you're telling me that Maybe the most corrupt sport of all time. And this is a country that calls baseball, which has had cheating scandals for well over 100 years. It's global, it's national pastime. You're going to tell me that maybe the most corrupt sport in existence is involved with the mob?
2: Uh, you don't sound very
1: surprised what's the name of (laughs) what's the name of the organization again mtk
0: MTK global i don't even know what they've done but i've seen them on fighters trunks before oh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) bye-bye MT, MTK Global, we hardly knew ye. Anyway, we're all probably going to get fucking murdered like tomorrow. <laughs> so we should be careful. Here's why you're both wrong about Hamza and Kobe. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say a name to you guys. name? Kamara Usman. Okay. Okay. A lot of people think that on December 14th, 2019, Kobe Covington beat Kamara Usman. Mm hmm. And that that stoppage with roughly, what, 50 seconds left was was not founded. Colby has been in there with guys like Gilbert Burns a lot of times. Hamzat struggled. Colby is a completely different can of worms than, than Gilbert Burns is, with all due respect to Gilbert Burns. As we all agreed on this show, Gilbert Burns was being showed exactly zero respect, and that's a joke. And frankly, neither was Aljamain Sterling, and he did beat Piotr Yan. I don't care what anyone, I don't care what Dana White says. I watched it. Yep, I was completely sober. Aljamain Sterling won. Yep, I watched it again. He won, and, and I am not aware, Ryan. You you kind of referenced. Are people saying Gilbert Burns may have won that fight with with Hamza?
3: No, no, I'm not. No. I'm not trying to infer that.
0: Okay, um, and that's fine. I I'm not saying I disagree with the decision. But it was probably three to two, Hamza. So if you if you have if you have a one round edge against Gilbert Burns and it's close, what the fuck are you, you going to do with Colby uh, Covington? You mean two one? They only went three rounds. Sorry, two one. Even 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 more to my point. Well, I don't know. Maybe you beat him three times. That's more impressive than beating him two. So
2: just, I think Colby gives him
0: a lot the more. Poked in Co- the yeah, yeah, Jeremy. Uh, Colby gets. Does no, not he didn't guess. get poked in the eye. He got punched in. He the got eye. punched in the eye. <laughs> what a dildo! That's that's uh, that's Derek Lewis. Uh, Cyril, gone for you. He poked me in the eye. No, know he punched you in the eye. Yeah, uh,
1: I think um, I look at Gilbert compliments of Mister as... Insano. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Insano. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Gilbert reminds me, and this is no offense to Gilbert. But Gilbert is like a kind of a mini Colby. They're both very, very aggressive, mm-hmm. excellent wrestlers. I think I would uh, probably have given Gilbert more of an edge on the jujitsu uh, than Colby. But I don't remember them fighting. No, Colby knocked him out, I
0: think. I'm pretty sure. Colby knocked out Gilbert? Yeah, that happened. I, no, believe- I, don't, think, I don't think they fought. Yes, yeah, so, just I Camaro uh, knocked out Gilbert Burns. Yes, though. yeah. Colby oh, yeah, knocked out totally, Tyron Woodley. Totally poked
1: him in the eye again. Sorry, yeah. Gil, yeah. That's you know, what I'm thinking of. Thank Gilbert you. Burns and Colby Covington have not fought. Cool. Yeah, and I think that that and Gilbert, I actually heard
0: they don't even know each other.
1: I think that that Gilbert and that Colby and that Comzat all <laughs> could would be. A force to be reckoned with and I don't think any of them are at Usman's level though
0: yeah no. I think Usman well, would the, beat the results all of them. would directly indicate that they are not at Usman's level
1: and I think the right night any one of them could beat Usman but it would have to be the right night
0: well Usman would have to kind of be off almost like how we saw with Pyotr Jan right Jan just sure. looked a little bit he looked a little angry he just looked he just it just wasn't working for him right mm-hmm. we all have those days. Yeah, and Alexander Volkanovsky doesn't, but the rest of us do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. What did, what
1: what, did, what was your take on the Yan fight?
0: Dom, I thought Sterling looked great. Yeah, I thought Sterling looked great. And and frankly, you know, I guess he was dealing with a neck injury the first time they fought when he got need. Um, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that was his off night, and because he's he is a weird puzzle to solve himself when he's. He's that lanky, that movement, that wrestling. He's, yeah, that's, that's no walk in the park. He's
1: gonna have trouble with judges, man, because he,
0: yes, he yes, won
1: he the first round. He landed more, he landed better, mm-hmm. but he was backing up the whole time, and it looked judges like don't he. Like that. And judges don't fucking like that. He looked like he was losing. He was getting pushed around, and Peter was in control, which maybe that is how you win the round, but. No, he didn't deal as much damage uh, in quality or quantity. Mm-hmm. And then I think that's round two definitely a 10-8. And round three,
0: arguably a 10-8. Well, and they gave it a 10-8, didn't they? One judge one judge. Uh, no,
1: no judge gave any 10 no? 8. Okay. There were someone, no 10-8s.
0: Someone recently that's, that's there the
3: was biggest point of contention was yeah. was round two a 10-8. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Because then, even if they did give it to Jan, round one, that is, like, Sterling still would have won the fight because of that 10-8. Like, it wouldn't have been a split, if that uh, existed, you're is right. what I'm saying.
3: That, that That's, for me, that's the biggest, like, well, what are we what are we arguing about the most? Is, how are they scoring round two? With the amount of control that he had, and going for submissions, um, why that wasn't a 10-8, It just brings up the whole argument about do we really know what we're doing in terms of MMA scoring and what are the priorities and how are they looking at it? Because your point about round one, landing more strikes, but backing up for somebody that's not an expert, right? And you would hope that if you're a judge, you are an expert. They look at the person that's moving forward as having the upper hand when he's probably just, I mean, he was getting countered pretty consistently so Mm. I've seen Frank Mir move
1: forward
0: and not look great (laughs) (laughs) I mean Stipe knocked out was it Overeem or Verdum like literally moving backwards
1: Verdum Verdum. yeah is beautiful
0: Verdum so I mean going backwards I mean Floyd Mayweather made a whole career out of it Mm -hmm. and and I mean it's just I I oh boy. But to that point, yeah, these guys are throwing the the point is well made. What do we what do we prioritize more? Like cage control or ground control, they have to be the same value. They have to be.
3: And that's the thing. I, I definitely think that the rules themselves, I mean, honestly, everything is up to interpretation. I don't know what degree. the rules
0: say. I'll be I'll be transparent <laughs>
3: with you. But you know, like uh goldberg right back in the older ufc days used to talk about the scoring it would be like it's based upon effective striking grappling blah 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 and then octagon control was like the fifth one yeah you see more people prioritizing octagon control or pressure Mm -hmm. as uh, opposed to effective striking and i think a lot of that is interpreted by the amount of damage that's being dealt by those strikes okay let's say all uh (laughs) Aldermaine Sterling landing more strikes, but they're not as damaging. Yeah. Um, So you get into that kind of interpretation. He landed more strikes, but the other guy threw more significant strikes, threw more power strikes. So what's what weighs more heavily? And I think nobody knows. Nobody has a clear, defined set of rules for that.
1: I think uh, we'll see some more transitions of other people into those roles, though. Like big John is a judge now, uh, even though he's not necessarily the best judge so far um, being that he is one of the people who gave you on the fight. <laughs> um, but uh, Chris Lieben is like going to be a ref now. And Frank Trigg is a ref already. And like some of these fighters are, are starting to come around to retirement age and put him in the fucking judge's seat. They're yeah, going to have I a wholeheartedly agree. Let's uh, let's see what they have. I mean, there might be some some gym bias or something like that, you know, your your daddy you just, trained with you my just, enemy. You but. just
0: don't you can but that's so you can mitigate that so easily. Yeah, you can.
2: Fuck that do was you guys, a good Do you guys do you guys think
0: Sterling it was a good fight? Do you guys think Sterling has a How do you think Sterling Dillashaw goes? Aaron's favorite fighter, TJ Dillashaw. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Aaron. How do you think that, how that, how that fight goes? Have you talked to TJ? We, you, you were, while you were rubbing his feet, did you ask him how he feels?
1: Yeah. How's yeah. His, how's his knee doing? It's doing pretty well after the stem cell injection that I got him in Venezuela. Okay. At least they said
0: it was stem cells.
1: But, um, Look if not awful
0: lot like donkey semen to me,
1: <laughs> if that happens, uh, TJ, Round four TKO. Yep. If
0: I thought they said that is gonna
1: happen. If it does, TJ round four TKO. Okay. That's uh that's what I would call. Uh and it's just because you know, Aljo TJ is faster than Jan, and he will be able to get in closer than Jan was able to. I
0: was just gonna say TJ closes distance so well, and if he can close
1: the distance on Aljo his grappling aptitude from team alpha male for so fucking long is going to help him defend whatever Aljo I think would throw at him. Um, Cause I don't think he would get stuck in a body lock like that, but if he did, Aljo could repeat it. Mm-hmm. And I, but I don't see TJ gassing and uh, I could see Aljo gassing before TJ. So I, I think TJ would get it done.
3: You could see, you could see Sterling gas before TJ. Yeah, I don't think either of them gases ever. I don't think. Yeah, I, I I find it hard that either would gas, um, but that just the fact that he would outlast Aljamain Sterling. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of variables there, depending on strikes and what kind of pressure he's putting on him. Um,
1: gas gas is the wrong word. You know what? I think I think TJ would touch him off, touch him up enough in the first 15 minutes that he would be wobbly
2: hmm.
1: and he wouldn't be able to really continue moving forward. Like he was against Jan in the first fight. Like he was getting his ass kicked and he could barely walk anymore. I think TJ would do that to him. He would just hit him with a million punches to the head.
0: One million punches. One million. One million is that a punches. Baker's million? Cause isn't a Baker's dozen 13. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Is a Baker's million or a Puncher's million 1.3 million or uh, 1 million and 3?
2: That's a good I mean, question.
3: It, it doesn't matter. I don't think he's going to land that many strikes. These are the questions yes.
0: that matter on the Pretty Neat Podcast. What did you guys think of actual professional athlete Chris Barnett and Martin <laughs> Boudet?
3: The best thing about Chris Barnett is his, is his walkout dance, and
0: that is it. It's fucking everything about him is fucking wild. I, I I think it raises a better question of like DQ versus yes. does it go to the cards versus because what the Godzi it happened twice definitely is a real guy Omar Godziev. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of these guys are procedurally generated video game characters, but because <laughs> Kyle Barayo is literally like, hey, take Paulo Costa and give him a bad tattoo on his neck. Changes his appearance a little bit. And then now you have a new guy. Um, at least as far as how he looks. I'm not saying their fight style is, is similar. Is that a DQ? Is it a goes to the cards? Which is it? See, this to, is the... To Daniel Cormier's point, you have to be consistent.
1: Yeah. And this is the fucked up part is that twice in the same night, two fights ended because of an illegal blow, accidental illegal blow in the third round and it went to a technical decision. Mm-hmm. So in both of these instances, a fighter threw an illegal move, which ended the fight and resulted in them winning. So that is a weird thing to say. Um, I understand it if it's accidental, which is not is subjective, right? Just like everything else in the judging, but there if you're going to end the fight because of an illegal move, regardless of it, whether it was intentional and you're going to go to
0: a technical decision, at least take a point. Like Uh, one of them did have a point taken. I don't remember which one, but one of them did. They did, but I think it should be required. Oh, it was Barrio because he had 20. It was 29, 27, or maybe even a point
1: removal from the entire fight, as opposed to just the round. Something like that. I just think that it was silly. That somebody threw an illegal move it ended the fight and they won that just doesn't seem right to me
3: i, th- I think in that situation it was the interpretation of the referee as to whether it was intentional or not which mm-hmm. is a whole nother can of worms right you throw a strike and it's deemed to be an illegal strike did you intend to throw that strike well yeah you did but did you intend for it to land on the back of the head or did you intend to yeah hit somebody right in the balls you know yeah who knows right that's that's up for debate yeah but so did like, you intend to throw the strike yes you did
0: oh of course they intended to throw the strike why can they not use replay
3: uh fuck, i don't know they should I, be able to in certain states it's different because you can use replay and look at it uh but if you call an end to the fight because of replay right mm-hmm. you, you, you can't reverse that decision once you call for the replay in certain situations. Yeah. As I understand it, which is confusing <laughs> to say the least.
0: So. Yeah, it definitely is. There are nuances and I understand that. Oh man, Jeremy Stevens is getting a shit beat out of him. He does not look good. No. The thing with the thing with the Barrio one, there was an angle they showed it where it, it was plausible that he could not see his hand and he, and when he threw the knee. Hmm. Yeah. Well,
3: then you have the debate, right? They are talking about if he picks his hand up, is the strike any less dangerous or safer or whatever you're going to deem that? I think the answer is no, right? Yeah. Arbitrarily he puts his hand on the mat versus taking his hand off of the mat it's the same strike one's legal
0: one is not i would actually say it's safer if his hand is on the because he can brace himself hmm. yeah, yeah, potentially yeah i potentially. mean there's an argument for it i suppose i, I don't know if i'm, I'm not going <laughs> to die on that hill don't get me wrong but you could you could make the point that if he can support himself and hold himself up it's safer than if he's like half bent over yeah
1: Clay, Cassius Clay Colliard is living up to his unfortunate nickname in that he is doing these little butterfly dance steps that you yeah. see Muhammad Ali do, but man he is way less grateful uh, graceful.
0: You um, want to go to the Dom Dome? Let's talk about a boxing match between Clay Collard and fucking Muhammad Ali and see how that goes for Clay Collard. This is fucking ludicrous. It, it is. A boxing match right now?
3: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Kidding. Wow. Okay, did the fight end? Are they
1: hugging yes, it? The fight so, ended. The fight Jer- I think Jeremy Stevens made the exact same mistake as Sergio Pettis against Clay Collard, which is they they expected him not to be top-tier opponent. And he is he kicked the shit out of Pettis. He kicked the shit out of Jeremy Stevens. Way to go, Collard. Either that or we weren't watching closely, and Jeremy Stevens won. That's true. We didn't have commentary and uh it doesn't well look...
0: those numbers make it look a little closer <laughs> than the clips we saw yeah it does Huh. we'll see cageonomics that's hilarious presented by geico yeah
1: yeah another We're presenting
0: sponsor of the pretty neat podcast <laughs>
1: uh i wanted uh i like the i heard somebody say if comzad bleeds uh uh the Colby sharks can, will come. It was like if Comzat bleeds, Colby can kill it or something. Um, and it was like Gilbert Burns proved that. I thought that was neat.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, who do you think Gilbert fights next? Ooh. Yeah. Okay.
0: Bilal Bilal. Or Vicente Luque? Okay. No, Vicente lost. Why would uh, well, he lost Leon with... Edwards? I don't know.
3: Leon Edwards is supposed to be fighting Camaro.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. But did you did you see the <laughs> the step-aside thing that Chael Sonnen said? No. Is that a, even a thing in MMA? I
3: I didn't hear what he said. What did he say?
0: Apparently, Chael Sonnen said that the UFC offered Leon Edwards step-aside money so that Camaro could fight fucking Conor McGregor. So they offered Leon Edwards step-aside money? Yes, oh, really. Because like, hey, here's money. Don't go lose to Carlos Usman. We're yeah. gonna let Connor fight him. You know, we we I'm, gotta spice up this July. Connor. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, Leon. You, Leon, Leon responded though? to that? He did. What do you say? Like, you take knows? the money. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> get paid to not fight instead I of guess. get paid to fight. Okay.
2: Yeah,
1: I I saw that Leon responded to that though and said, "What the fuck are you talking
0: about, Uncle Chael? <laughs> Same guy yeah, who says I mean, he's undefeated." W- it's, it's very true that jail's lying but i had no idea that that wasn't even a thing
1: yeah Oh <laughs> uh, man hey Vol- well we got to talk about it even though we don't got to talk about it uh korean zombie was not supposed to be in that octagon
0: hail fellow uh, well matt korean zombie
1: um he did better than i would have Yes, uh <laughs> than I would have as well.
3: You and I combined against <laughs> Alexander Volkanovski.
0: Let's let's make <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, so, uh, what if that
0: was fighter fighting analysis. Well, he did better than I would have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's uh, I'm not Stephen A. Smith here. It's oh, yeah,
2: on then, yeah. the next fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh
1: but I'll I'm I, I'm not stooping to his level. Uh Yeah. So, I mean, we, I do want to give us some props though. I'm just going to say, first of all, um, because we, we all nailed it on Mark Madsen. We called his dominance, uh, his performance. I will, Uh,
0: I will bow out of that. I remember not having an opinion on it. Yeah. Well, even with, even with that, we all see who won the fight or no, uh, no, not yet. This is the previous
1: one. Um, but, uh, we all called the main events how they would potentially end. We mm. uh we all had at some point said exactly how they would turn out, each and every one of them. Uh so that was pretty dope. Uh I also think that Gilbert Burns should be the new BMF
3: champ. I think we need to stop talking about BMF. I was just going to say a- there needs to just
0: not be a BMF. Okay.
3: <laughs> that works. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry Aaron but the BMF was cool one time and now it needs to die.
1: <laughs> then here's what we're going to do.
3: Uh
1: along with the BMF belt, we're going to send another phoenix off from Marlon Marais as well.
3: Sure. <laughs> you look like an anime character called One Punch Man and for a time. <laughs> for a time you were that man. <laughs> <laughs> uh the guy who beat aljermaine sterling in epic fashion and then never won again and then never won again he beat jose aldo oh yeah by split many people forget that because jose aldo then got a title shot (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) because that's how things work
1: um fantastic that was that was a fun round of things uh you know what that's (laughs) it's actually uh funny that we you'd say that because uh while i was thinking about today there's not you know we got just and is fighting somebody i think who cares uh this weekend Um, and there's boxing right so like and it's 420
0: so here's the thing though on this coming fight night tanner Oh yes. bulldozer Bozer. Who I'm is isn't he the guy who said at his best he's as good as anyone in the division at heavyweight?
1: Yes, Fantastic. and he's the guy with the missing front tooth. I fucking love Tanner Bozer. Come on,
0: come on, Tanner. And then uh, <laughs> Aaron, you don't like him, but Manel Cop is fighting. We love Manel Cop on this show.
1: Hey, I went back and I watched previous fights. Manel Cape. <laughs>
2: All
1: right, thanks for pronouncing his name right. Sure is gonna do great and i am very excited to watch him and he's a he's a beast at flyweight davidson yeah. and brandon moreno should look the fuck out if he should win
0: hey and, don't don't let's do show kai France some fucking respect oh yeah i gotta
3: <laughs> show i i do you're right i do that's my mistake if um, anything guys like the flyweight division got more interesting once we started talking about it uh, about how about how top heavy it was. there's actually some people that are intriguing now.
0: That is true. So does that mean that the we are not cursed for the division, but we are cursed for the individual?
1: Yeah, we in fact are a good luck charm for the division. Look at how okay. good heavyweight got. Shit. Nobody was talking about
0: vandera <laughs>
1: and and and
0: you know, yeah, and yeah,
1: come on. But we went on to talk about him and and um uh what's his nuts that he fought and got boa constricted by the boa uh mm-hmm. Um nobody was talking about that, but we said it was gonna be an interesting fight.
0: And it actually was an interesting fight. hmm
1: It was. Uh I mean, we're going back to what I was saying before yes. because I was kind of thinking about what we could talk about today, um, which is You know, there's, like, goat discussion, like, greatest of all time. Then I was like, ah, well, we should have sheep discussion. It could instead stand for seriously help and enlighten everyone, please. Uh, Which is, like, why people think they're great, but they're not. Um, Because I found Speaking of Dillian White, carry on. (laughs) Yeah, sheep, right? Uh, And uh, I was thinking to myself, like, who would I qualify as a sheep? And it would be a champ who's overrated, Right. And then I was thinking it's 420. So I was like, okay, am I high or is this champ not that great? So I'm (laughs) going to list
0: one. I'm going to list you three champs. And is our goal to guess which one you think is not that great? I'm going to my mind. He just wants our opinion.
1: I want you to tell me which champ or champs never defended their belt.
0: So, this Um, is not current champs.
1: Correct. It might be, but it might not. Yeah, correct. It's not current. Okay. Um, So, I'm going to give you three fighters, and you're going to tell me which of them never defended their belt. Am I high, or is this person not great? Okay. You ready?
2: Ready. Robert Whitaker, Rashad Evans. And Rich Franklin.
3: Don't you dare look up the answers. <laughs> I'm not looking up any answers. Um, <laughs> so you're saying that one or more of these fighters never defended their, their championship? Correct. That would be Robert
1: Whitaker, Rashad Evans, Rich Franklin. All ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were all champs. I consider all of them to be greats. But two of them are sheep, not goats.
0: So two of them never defended. Two of them. That was a hint. Okay. Well, go ahead, Ryan, because I I have a... (laughs) Um,
3: I'm fairly confident that Rashad Evans defended at least once. So I'm going with Whitaker and Rich Franklin. And if you ask me who they lost those two, then obviously Whitaker would be Izzy and Rich would be um, Silva. Anderson Silva.
2: hmm What
3: do you think, Tom? I think that you are correct about what you just said. I mean, I don't even think I'm correct.
1: But well, well, Rashad Evans... Won the belt off of Chuck the I, the Iceman, and then immediately lost it to Lyoto Machida. Motherfucker never defended it.
2: Okay.
0: Oh. And oh oh oh.
1: Never successfully defended it. I'm sorry.
0: I when you were saying That's never defended I, it, you know you used the vernacular correctly. I thought. In my head, I was thinking like got the they belt didn't... and then just never actually fought. In yeah, my face bad. Of it. Oh, I okay. can see
1: how you could f- see hear that, uh, but no, never successfully defended.
0: And the second is Robert Whitaker. So never he def- won. never successfully defended it. And That's lost right. Is
1: he? Yep. And the uh, and he won an interim belt. Okay. as Well, so, so he never even defended that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So I remember when you said Robert Whitaker, I remember thinking, I didn't know he was champion, but then I thought, was he Mm -hmm. interim? And then I lied to you and said I wasn't looking it up, and I was. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay.
1: All right. Brock Lesnar, Randy Couture, or Frank Mir?
0: Randy Couture.
3: What's the question? Same.
1: Yeah, yes, I okay. assume
0: it's the same question. I think it's Randy Couture. Randy, well, the Randy Na- Couture's
3: won multiple times.
1: Has it, any we're of saying, them
0: defenses? He I, any? I here's the thing. I <laughs> am trying to game the game and say that you put him on there because
2: <laughs> it, why not?
0: It seems like someone who wouldn't be on there. Who was the third person you said? Frank, Frank Mir. Mir. Frank Mir. Okay the answer is frank mir because
1: okay. he snapped tim sylvia's arm to win it and then got in a motorcycle accident and it was so stripped shit? Mm. and every time he fought for the belt after that he lost
0: damn
1: yeah uh and then there's just another here's another i'm just going to go through these other ones the I was,
0: don't ride motorcycles that's true
1: especially without a helmet and uh you're a fucking idiot but and carry a bunch of guns uh <laughs> no the guns I'm, are fine
0: i'm just it's gonna the motorcycle <laughs> thing.
1: i'm gonna list the uh these other sheep uh and by that i mean all these people that i was like holy shit am my high really um cody garbrandt never defended his belt successfully he won it uh when him and dominic cruz fought after tj relinquished yeah. johnny Hendricks never defended Okay. Uh Luke Rockhold never defended successfully. Big Bing Bisping knocked him out. Mark Coleman won multiple times but never back, never defended. Holly Holm, mm. she beat uh, got beat by Cupcake immediately uh, after
0: she beat Rhonda. Yeah.
1: yeah some people okay. some people might be surprised by this. Um some people might not be. Conor McGregor I knew that <laughs> it's one of the reasons I don't like him, Is he's never defended a single belt he's won.
0: Wait a second. He,
3: he won the 145. He moved mm-hmm. up to 155 and beat Eddie Alvarez. And then he fought Floyd and never defended so, any of the belts.
0: Mm-hmm. So he, but he,
1: he won the interim from when Chad. did he
0: lose a, a title defense fight though? He never did. He never, right? He so never, you're, you're stretching a little, you're yeah. stretching a little, but it's fair. But he still has never defended. Never
1: Uh, successfully defended. Be easy on
0: my guy, okay?
1: And then this one is very surprising, but it's BJ Penn.
0: People think that he Do you mean mayor of Newport Beach, California, BJ Penn?
3: (laughs) That's Tito. (laughs) Um, Tito's Huntington.
0: Yeah, Tito's Huntington Beach. And I I believe I've told you guys on this show many times, I, I have run into BJ Penn. Yeah. Multiple times in Newport Beach. I
1: have at Bellator events. His head is enormous. Uh, he's the shape of if Grimace was a person.
3: <laughs> uh but didn't, uh, didn't BJ lose to, to Matt Hughes in the rematch and he lost his belt.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing is that he beat Matt Hughes to win it. And the whole thing about why people think he was such a dominant champ is because Matt Hughes had was on six defenses in a row when bj won so it was like holy balls he's the prodigy you know um but uh yeah that was uh that was a a fun list of things i found interesting uh props to uh, mma on point they're they're a fun group and uh put out that list i was like man that's interesting excuse me yeah Pretty cool stuff. Uh, I wrote a new one liner. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got kicked out of kindergarten when they were trying to get us to use colored paper because I don't believe
0: in segregation. <laughs> Aaron, I'm going to say
2: this. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <sighs> There is an alternate universe somewhere. And in this alternate universe, the year is always 1974. <laughs> and you, you tell jokes like that. There's my, my stand up <laughs> career. <laughs> no, no, no. This is actually a compliment. This is actually a compliment, believe it uh, or not. Okay. You tell jokes like that at dimly lit smoke-filled lounges in prim nevada six nights a week Mm. yeah and you know what you make an honest living you're doing (laughs) god's work and i want to go to that alternate universe and hang out (laughs) okay i had a weird like amazing jonathan rabbit hole on saturday night i thought of you what do you mean you and I both share an affinity for the amazing Jonathan and I was listening to a thing and he came up and I was like looking him up and I was like, Oh, I remember my friend Aaron told me he was going to die. And then he didn't die. And that's kind of astounding given the amount that he's put his body through. And uh, then I remember (laughs) thinking, is he still alive? And I never actually Googled that. I believe he is correct. Yes. (laughs)
1: okay
2: yes do you Um, know amazing amazing
1: Jonathan? no amazing jonathan died yeah he died died this year
0: in february that's right yeah i posted a thing on instagram i care i don't have instagram (laughs) but i did see you you like the amazing jonathan right
1: yeah heck yeah i opened for the motherfucker
0: yeah i I knew that so i saw him at my bachelor party in vegas Uh uh-huh fuck ten and a half years ago and nothing made me laugh harder than like after his opening act he goes hey you know we have a very special guest in the crowd um everyone tonight i'm I'm honored to welcome david copperfield and he like motions and the spotlight hits a spot in the crowd and everybody looks and david copperfield is not there and then they turn back to him and he's flipping everyone everyone looks back at him right i'm in the crowd the light goes back to him and he's flipping everyone off. he goes hey fuck david copperfield you're here to see me and i'm like you know what (laughs) I'm in. I have no idea what the fuck this is, but I'm in.
1: I love Amazing Jonathan. Shout out Amazing Jonathan. Yeah. I'm not going to play the Phoenix song. Otherwise,
0: this episode will be too depressing. That's right. Much (laughs) like this coming fight night. Yeah. And now it's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast Picks. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: Yay.
0: That was fun. I like the live drops, I'll say it.
1: Cool. I was wondering how it would go no, today. I like it's, it. It's actually helping me keep time. It's very
0: morning, zoo. I'm into it. <laughs>
1: Good. Uh, I didn't tell you my other joke that would have got me in trouble. I won't tell that
0: one. No, I want to hear it.
1: I'm working on it. Uh uh, so like <laughs> there's a Bishop Stephen Elliott, right? During the civil war, wrote a book about how important it is to convert your slaves to Christianity so that they understand why they're slaves. Uh, that's not funny at all. What's funny is last week I found out that there's black churches.
0: <laughs> and now it's time for the pretty neat podcast. Picks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Pretty neat podcast picks. Clay
0: Guida is fighting. It's, it's his monthly go-around.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, it is. That's
1: what do you think? I'm I'm stoked to see Clay, clay Guida. I always love to see him burp. I love to see his hair fly around. I love everything about him. They should call him gaseous clay. See, that's how you do a nickname and not offend the original owner. You guys are shaking your head and that is not good audio.
2: <laughs> yeah, my bad.
3: Uh everything you said, you know, spot on. Uh right, he seems to be fighting every other month. Uh he does burp quite a bit and audibly and is not ashamed of it whatsoever. He comes out to a lot of uh 90s early 2000s like post-hardcore and or punk. Um, it just reminds me of how old I am because I'm like, that's a good song. I'm going to say, wait, are you
0: taking a shot at him or <laughs> no?
3: Okay, no, I'm just I'm I'm commiserating. Um, mm-hmm. And the guy he's fighting is uh, probably going to beat him because he's an up and comer. And if he goes to the ground, he wins half of his fights by submission.
0: Yeah. Was Clay's last fight, or his fight before that, or his fight before that, or his fight before that? All of which have been since March. The one where he came back from the dead early on.
3: Uh, yeah, that's that's yep. Clay the Carpenter. He has risen. Guida uh, beat <laughs> Santos by submission. Okay, in round two. That's not yeah. a decision. Then he he lost to Mark Madsen, the immortal Marco Madsen of the mm-hmm. the Netherlands. Yeah, that was a Dr- split decision. Car
0: close calling out Mark Madsen was one of the more bizarre things I've ever seen. Yeah. Wasn't it? <laughs> I don't I don't like call-out culture. Yeah, I gave it a name. Ryan, I know you've talked about it, too. I don't like it. I don't like the whole, oh, hey, who do you want next? Like, no, no,
3: it's it's too gimmicky, right? Yeah. Like, fuck the gimmicks. Just be, if you've got a legitimate beef, that makes it way more exciting. Otherwise, I just want to see them
0: compete against each other and not make it into a shtick. And do you know what the problem with the shtick is? When we don't get the payoff, we're upset notably when dc poked steve in the eye in 2019 and was allowed to still beat him before getting the <laughs> shit beat out of him two times after never forget steve uh you mm-hmm. guys remember what happened after that fight Hmm. remind us refresh so brock lesnar was cage side dc calls him out lesnar gets in the cage and pushes dc and that fight never happened now, this no. is not to say that I think Lesnar could beat DC, but at least let me see the fight. Lesnar yep. was like, what do you mean you saw testing? We didn't have this before. I'm not. I'm no longer interested, Dana. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to go back to AEW Wrestling, and he does some sort of butcher show on YouTube now.
1: He wants to be Brock Morsner. Don't listen to me. Uh
0: no, I got it. I liked it. I liked it too. <laughs> I, I almost spit out a bit of my beer there. <laughs> what kind of beer are you drinking? Looks like a hef. You know what? No, it's not. It's actually so earlier, and I meant to say this just because I want to give credit where credit's due. I just couldn't fit it in. Um, have you guys seen those commercials for that imperfect foods?
3: I've been using that
0: for some time now. Wonderful. So what you, are you're an IPA guy?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, New Belgium Brewing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Has. Is a collaboration citrus IPA with Imperfect Foods. I did not know that. That I didn't either until last week when I was at the store right before the stomach flu got his nasty claws into me which is why I still had that beer for our show today <laughs> and um, it was delicious so I highly recommend it. The one I'm drinking now is uh, High Tide from Port Brewing uh, a Ooh. true favorite as it was um, but yeah it's I think it's called Imperfect IPA and it has like a little like misshapen orange or, or lemon or some shit on the, on the can. It's tremendous. Also, if you've ever been to Fort Collins, New Belgium is well worth a visit. Nice. Uh, cool. This podcast is brought to you by New Belgium Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for real, New Belgium, if for some reason you are looking to sponsor an MMA podcast, we would love to be that podcast. We will drink your beer on this podcast. In fact, you don't have to pay us. Send us the product and we will drink it and talk about it on air for free.
2: Hey, Absolutely.
1: there we go! Yeah, I uh, I wrote it down. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure where it turns up in the SEO. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Manel Cape.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the guy.
1: <laughs> and Suma Djerry. What's gonna happen here? I think Cape's gonna beat the shit out of him in round one. I hope so. Just a massive flurry, man. I hope so. McFlurry. I want I to see. Him, okay. I'm gonna pick him
3: up at McDonald's. Montana De La Rosa looks scared is. I'll return. And you guys you guys keep the ship going. And Macy Barber appears disinterested.
1: <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna bring this up here. I'm gonna
0: bring up the future. She's still quite young.
3: I, I feel like she's been in the UFC for some time, but
0: I feel like she's a really prolific fighter, too. She's she's in there a lot. Yeah, so she beat Miranda Maverick. And what do you
3: think that was? That was a UFC fight night. It was her last fight in the UFC. You're, you're asking me when that was? Yeah, what do you think that was? That was 19, wasn't it? 2021. It was in July. So she hasn't fought. Oh, see, I feel like about nine months. She's yeah.
0: one of those fighters. I feel like she's in there all the time.
3: Well, last year, I mean, she fought twice last year. So February and July. So those are fairly well grouped together. Yeah. She lost to Amanda um, Amanda Grasso, mm-hmm. Alexa Grasso. Alexa Grasso. Thank you. I sounded wrong. And then she also lost to uh, Roxanne, yeah, Modiferi Modiferi. in twenty twenty. Yeah. So maybe she's taking some time to get herself together. Um, she fights out Team Alpha male, so she's got a good camp.
0: Wait, why did they let her in?
3: <laughs> alpha. Well, I mean, male is in her her gender. It's female. Iron male,
0: female. Fee, you know. Hmm. Periodic table for iron is a fee. You think they're that granular about it? Iron male. I did get your iron periodic table reference. Yes, I like.
1: I think some of the people at the gym wanted to have sex with her, so they let her come in.
2: (laughs) That's Uh, what I think. Um, um. (laughs) I also need to show you this picture, Ryan. Oh, shit. Do you see the DW? That is DW. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: He was down here in Austin. Our old keyboard player Um, came in on his motorcycle. We got coffee. It was fun. He said hi. It's rocking a sweet stash. Yeah. He lives in South Dakota, which Uh, has
0: nothing to do with one of the Dakotas has a casino called the Four Bears Casino. Really? North Dakota. Four Bears Casino and Lodge are they known for anything specific? Well, LFA130 is going to be there, that's how I know it exists. Oh, okay. Are we going to talk about LFA130? No, but we should go to the <laughs> Four Bears Casino and Lodge.
1: I'm going to hit them up too for a sponsorship. Hey. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um you know, we talked about Clay Guida and uh, you know, little Macy Barber and and stuff like that. Uh I'm not particularly invested in either of the last two fights going on, the heavyweight bout. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Alexander Romanov. Uh, you have. He's a nightmare. Uh I'm I'm a little surprised that he is such a huge
0: underdog. Isn't he a late replacement? He is. Yes. But he is scary. For who? Who is he a late replacement for? Uh, I don't remember. But also, King- wait a second. Don't have the nickname King Kong. <laughs> or the or Vanilla, the Vanilla King- Gorilla.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I it's a, mean... It's a great
1: match with nicknames. What the he, fuck, man? He should have changed his name to... He's
0: 15 and 0, and he is a plus what? Th- plus 375
1: is plus that what it said? 375, and
0: he's me, 15 and 0. Give me $11.75 on that shit.
1: But his last fight, I think, was only a couple of weeks ago.
0: Where the hell's his last fight? You gotta click on his name Alexander Romanov? Yeah. Or Chase Sherman? Alexander Romanov. Romanov? Why does that Romanov? Last he beat face, Vandera in October. Yeah. Uh, ah. Hey, uh, he, I didn't get a thank you card from him. I don't know if either of you guys did.
1: Yeah, Lima. Yeah, he's just, he's beat some tough motherfuckers. So I, uh, I mean, I'm,
0: he's,
3: he's beating the edges of the top 15 in mm-hmm.
1: the heavyweight division. Yeah. It's
0: not nothing.
1: And I don't see him going anywhere but into that 15. So I think this plus 375 is just some money laundering. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> we got, Amanda Lemos and Jessica Andraj.
2: Lemos.
3: Okay. Yeah, I mean, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. Amanda Lemos, she beat uh
0: Let me uh let me make a prediction on this fight. A Brazilian will
2: win. Jessica Andraj is going to win by decision. Okay.
0: Okay. If Jessica Andrade beats Amanda Lemos in a decision, but nobody watches, did it happen? <laughs> do the rankings change? No. <laughs> what is going on on Saturday night? Why did the UFC do this? What's the NBA playoffs? Tyson. But Tyson's fighting stateside, at least here, like at eleven a.m. Because he's fighting in the UK. So oh shit. Yeah, it's two p.m. Eastern time, so so Pacific time is eleven. Um,
1: huh? I don't know. It you know, there's a couple of little fights in there that I think are interesting.
0: Yeah, uh, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'll definitely tune in for Manel Cop, Kate.
1: Yeah, there's gonna be some fun ones. I might be at a movie, uh, though. I'm gonna. I want to see uh, Doctor Strange. That Isn't comes that? out. No, wait, not Doctor Strange. I got tickets yeah. to something else.
3: Yeah, Doctor Strange has come out till, in May. May. Uh, May, yeah. May. yeah we did get our tickets
2: to that though.
1: Shit, I got tickets to something. Um. <laughs> oh boy. We, I don't think we're gonna be able to talk about it, but I want to. Did either of you guys see Secrets of Dumbledore yet? I saw it on Sunday.
0: Go ahead. You're I'm not concerned.
1: Man. I did not like it. they are straying so far away from
0: Canon, and they're fucking no, how, with how the how world' are they works. straying from Canon. what are you talking about?
1: They're changing how shit works
0: no no i I'm push back is, on this I'm everything's push back on fucked this. up. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. then you don't know but don't, yet, but I don't have to <laughs> you there you is no to. there is no established canon for this there is no established canon he's he's talking about
3: like. Like port keys don't work the same. (laughs) Like
1: like shit is totally different. Okay, well stuff is like it's like it's like the people the producers' kids were like make them do this, (laughs) all right, and then they built a story around it and held JK at gunpoint. Um like the Manticores were completely wrong. They used creatures in the book incorrectly. Anyway, um, don't need to talk
3: about this on the Pretty Neat Podcast on, on 420. The movie didn't have to be made, honestly. Like, there's no consequence to it. Not a whole lot got resolved.
0: There were some cool things. Well, aren't they supposed to do like five or seven of them? Are they? Five. five. There's a five, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of movies that are supposed to get five feature film. Releases. Do you know what I recently rewatched in preparation for my trip to Disney World? Avatar. Mm.
3: Yeah. Weren't they you know aren't, what? Aren't they filming them all in succession so they can be like rapid release?
0: I hope so. I heard that, yeah. Because it really fucking holds up, and I I highly recommend it, unless either of you has an objection to that, in which case I'm here for it and let's argue. You know, what? Yeah. I, I haven't thought about it much. Are you saying that the graphics hold up from all this time now. i'm saying so so the reason okay so at i'm going i told you guys i'm going to disney world in june yeah and i've been there before but not for 10 years i'm pretty excited and they have at magic uh uh animal kingdom an avatar ride that is supposed to be like phenomenal right it's like soaring over california but you're strapped in so they can move it and you put the immersion you're riding the banshee oh i did it is it is it dope
1: Oh, it's fucking amazing. Okay, cool. It's an, it's so, incredible.
0: So I wanted to rewatch the movie to like understand what that is. And my wife was like, yeah. So we, we put it on. And like about 30 minutes in, we were both like, yeah, this is this is really good. And I had seen it in theaters and, and I, I saw it in theaters. I was like, that was cool. And then I just stopped thinking about it. And then, you know, 13 years have gone by or whatever. Because I think it came out in 09 or, or 2010. <laughs> But here in you know the year of our Lord 2022, watching a movie from 2009, which could feel outdated, it did not feel outdated at all. No, it really didn't. I and the story I thought was interesting. I, I was I was pretty yeah. sold on it. So Avatar Two, which according to the internet comes out in December, I'm here for it.
2: Hell
1: yeah! I, I liked Fern Gully and I liked yeah. Dances with Wolves, which are the same
0: movie, but Shut the, the- fuck, <laughs> oh my god and I mean it kind of is it has so I annoying mean, <laughs> fucking fern golly oh my god
1: okay and but avatar is better than both of those uh except i want to nut punch whoever approved unobtainium okay so because that is an <laughs> mma that's the, the that's the winner of the name game
0: <laughs> when he when he's like this is unobtainium it's 600 bajillion a kilo i'm like oh the jokes are literal it's actually called unobtainium in the movie yeah yeah Because the family guy you know is unobtainium very difficult to obtain (laughs) joke is is what i remember about that so yes i agree unobtainium is a terrible name but the rest of the the rest of it i thought was totally legit yeah it's a fun
1: movie. And Flight of the Banshee is the shit. You got Fast Passes or whatever for it? We,
0: dude. My you're... wife was like, do we need the Genie Plus? Blah, blah blah. I'm like, yeah, we fucking do need the Genie Plus. We're going there. We've got five days in the parks, eight days total. It's 3,000 miles away. You think we're going to be like, oh, no, we're not going to spend that $150? Yeah, we are. Um, but that one, I think you, yes, we, yes. Good. I'm getting on that ride probably multiple times.
1: Yeah, it's way fun. Uh, yeah, it's like you kind of described. It's flying over California, meets Star Tours, and you're riding on like a bike shaped cart. So it's it's pretty fun.
0: I'm also very excited for the Ratatouille ride at Epcot. I've oh, heard it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. We're trying to get there this year, also.
0: Yep, it is. Uh, our Magic Bands came the other day. You don't even need them anymore, but I've always wanted one and they didn't have them. It wasn't a thing the first time I went. So, yeah. You know, looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, Unobtainium is very difficult to obtain, it turns out, because like I even thought the scale of the Navi was cool, like to hu- the human, you know, physical scale size difference. I don't know. Anyway, if you haven't seen Avatar in a while, yeah, sign in on Disney Plus and take a look at it. It's pretty good. I'm going to. I think that's not a
1: bad plan at all. And you know what? I Signori
0: Weavers in it. You know, it's all good.
1: Signori, Signori? <laughs> yeah. Signori. I love Signori. <laughs> Who doesn't? She, she was good in Ghostbusters.
0: Sure,
3: she's a gatekeeper. <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi just makes yeah. me think of the movie Ted.
0: <laughs> really.
3: I go he like, he makes me think it's gone
0: in sixty seconds.
3: It, that that as well, but Ted specifically for the dance that he does while he's drinking a special shake.
0: Yeah. Wow, this is hilarious.
1: Because <laughs> I went to no. Saving Private Ryan, and then to Other Sister, w- in which he went full retard and ruined his career for five years. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you don't. Well, you you know- never. You never saw that movie? I worked at a movie theater. I I was was never never heard of it. I was forced to sit through this fucking piece of shit while I worked at (laughs) at the movie theater. Uh, Yeah. It's about two retarded people who are in love. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, except when you cast two not retarded people and they both go full retard, you have a. A Tropic Thunder moment.
0: Okay, I need you to turn this off. This has to stop.
1: I need to go to to Giovanni Ribisi, and then I picture him bleeding to death on the battlefield.
0: I am uh, in France, so deeply offended, I can't even tell you. Yeah, I didn't make the movie. No, I know you didn't. Anyway, (laughs) carry
1: on. Uh shit. Hey, we kind of really talked about everything coming up. Cheat uh, Cheeto Vera's cool.
0: That's a that's a good headliner for a fight night.
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one next. Uh not this Saturday, but the following Saturday. Uh
0: friend of the show, Cheeto Vera.
1: Yeah, no, definitely friend of the show. Not uh, not that I want your your fans to be stalking you too harshly, but where are you staying while you're at disney world if you don't mind me asking what do you mean are you staying at a resort or are you staying off property
0: no 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 we're staying on property yeah good Mm -hmm.
1: resort you can don't have to
0: um if you don't want the fans showing up (laughs) yeah right one of the orleans oh please say french quarter i don't remember we we looked at 11 of them well okay and by 11 of them i mean We went back and forth on the website so many times. I want to say it's French Quarter, but part of me says it's the Riverside.
1: Okay. Uh, Hey, 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 you'll have a blast at both. We're not really hotel
0: people. French Quarter. Um, They just have a cool pool for Disney Springs. Anyway, it's going to be a good time. ESPN Zone? It is called ESPN Something Different Now. (laughs) How did they fit that on the side? I'm an ESPN Zone Anaheim head myself, but... uh, it is called ESPN experience, ESPN club. Yeah. It's called something else ESPN club and it's temporarily closed. Huh? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And we're going to Disneyland tomorrow. So looking forward to it. Wow. You, but that's, that's, a, that's, but a short car ride away. Whereas the, the other one is a cross country plane track.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you think Triple C is going to come out of retirement and fight Volk?
0: No, no. and I heard that you have to have been in the USADA pool for six months, and he's not. So He's in it now. He just returned. Oh, he is. Okay, well, there there you go. Yeah,
1: I have no thoughts on that, and I think that Volkanovsky would kick the shit out of him.
0: Yes, that is also what I think. Cool. Ryan, do you not think that?
3: Uh, No, I agree. I think Volkanovsky is way more... Um of a strategist and just has tools everywhere. He's also a lot bigger than him. Yes. I mean, Sohuto yeah. fought at 125 for a very short period of time. Volk's not making 125. At 125. Yeah. No. Alexander volkanovsky used to weigh at 209 pounds, as we as we noted yeah. a couple of weeks <laughs> ago.
0: <laughs> Again, those are pre-Usada days, but even still. I'm pretty
3: sure they don't test for any type of anabolics in Australia. Uh Australian rules football. Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they're both relatively short, but Alexander's got everything and more than uh suhudo can handle.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I mean, I could see him I could see him putting up a comp a uh, fierce competition on many people in the lightweight division as well.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you that next. How Yeah,
3: he's you- short is the problem. He's very short. Yeah.
1: I I wonder how he would do. That might be an interesting puzzle for people to solve and it might help him out. If he decided, let's say, that Volk, uh who's he supposed to fight next? Volkanovsky? Yeah. Do you know Max is going to fight I, Max again probably. probably I, I he beats him and really kind of nails it down that division again like he's done there, right? And does he go straight up for a belt? If he's the champ, I assume. Yes. Israel did. Yes. So yeah, okay. Never mind. That, that he's as long as he keeps being awesome. I look forward to keep watching him do awesome
0: things. No, I want to be clear. I do not think Volkanovski can beat Charles Oliveira.
1: I think that's fair. Even as after it stands T-City?
0: Today. <laughs> you, No. Ooh, yeah. I think I think Charles Oliveira, I think Charles Oliveira looks at brian ortega as like light work
3: okay. yeah like kid brother
0: that is what i think yeah like it, okay you know,
3: my jujitsu is way more effective than yours, and i, I, I all my submissions well
0: no, no no that is no shot at brian ortega's jujitsu <laughs> yeah. i just think charles olivera is a different animal and i think that furthermore i do not think justin Gaethje is going to beat him but it's going to be someone like Justin Gacy or Makachev who can do it. It's not going to be Volkanovski. Mm.
3: No, I, I feel you on that one. I, I I am much more of the thought that uh, Maheshev would be the one to take out Oliveira, right? Just overwhelming pressure. Um, mm. Even if you have a really good active guard, just when you're getting smothered like that, and you got your leg control, it's it's a difficult proposition. Yeah. It's,
0: it's like how the, I'm going to be careful with this analogy, but it's like how the New York giants beat the new England Patriots. Like you, you take away kind of what they do. You, you have to muck it up. You have to make it dirty. And I think a Gaethje or a Makachev can do that with Oliveira and Volkanovsky doesn't have a prayer as far as I'm concerned.
1: Hmm. Yeah. We're going to get more into UFC. Two seventy four. That's for sure. Next week and the following week. Why
0: are there no fights listed for that April thirtieth card? Did you click on that? There's like Uh, they're just still filling these
1: these fight nights. They're filling in fucking late. They
0: just are. The damage is back.
1: Yeah, I love the damage
0: against Stan. Stan. Stan (laughs) Connolly. Is that his last name? Yeah, Connolly.
1: Get it. Is this Shane Connolly's little brother?
0: Not likely. Boondock. That's a, that is a tragedy of nicknames for both of them, frankly. Yeah. At least the damage looks like he li- is living up to it.
1: In, yeah. One way or the other. <laughs> yeah. I'm
2: going to, what else we got? Anything else for today? Look. I'm, uh, Oh. Should we do a whole show where we just go through your eBay history?
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. I'm uh
1: bringing get my cards going. Finally selling
0: some shit. Okay. Yeah. Hey. It's terrible nickname Patty Pimblet. Yeah,
1: I still like Fatty Pimblet. <laughs> when he's when he's rolling he's big
0: right now have you seen pictures of him i I saw the picture of his face yeah he looks like me he just well
1: (laughs) (laughs) shit he might look bigger fuck he he probably does
0: you have better hair than he does
1: uh the good doctor and the missus are going on their honeymoon finally and that's exciting where let me guess bora bora you are incorrect Okay. They're going to visit a mutual friend of ours and probably go to the Jesus is Lord gym and maybe check out some Hawaiian boxers and MMA fighters. Oh. Yeah. They're going to go to Hawaii. Okay. But they're meeting up with our mutual friend, uh, uh, Yeah. Okay. Rachel Ostovich's sister. And, uh, They'll probably all hang out and I hope they all get drunk and party and have a, an amazing honeymoon.
0: Orgies, you know, with, with regards to the good doctor. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, What, uh, (laughs) you're about to say
0: something. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this. And this is, this is. Something I absolutely would vote for, the Good Doctor twenty twenty four. Ah, but who's gonna do the pretty? I think you're pretty neat, but I respect
1: your distance award. I mean, I don't even know if anybody's worthy of that this week. If I'm being honest. You know, I'll give it to Gilbert fucking Burns, and uh, and comes uh, that what a great war! Wow, that's
0: pretty neat. I respect your distance
3: both of them yes good call that was probably a best fight of the year it is uh it's been talked about right that's mm-hmm. that's what they're talking about
1: I'm in uh everyone should go to the prettypodcast.com for all their pretty podcast needs and uh, hit that mailbag send us questions and memes and uh, stuff like that
3: we love your memes <laughs> yeah, we do.
1: Hey, you know why I love MMA so much? It's pretty neat. That is 100% true, but it's also because it brings us together.
2: It did. You know what? Islands <laughs> really does bring people together.